Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, so enter Housewives. When I went on Housewives, they didn't want me because I had been on a reality show before. It wasn't actress era after me and after my success a different group was attracted of women who wanted to use it to promote what they were doing and monetize and it was just a different medium and Lisa Rinna and the other girl Eileen and Kyle and Garcelle and then girls on Atlanta like actresses were now on the show Um, but I don't think any no I know that none of the actresses were as successful as you as an actress then coming into reality. It, it, it seemed like all the actresses, oh, Kim Richards, all the actresses that came hadn't made it as an actress, so then they were coming over to reality TV as their fame uh, success vehicle. So you're a different animal in this space because you were very successful as an actress, and then you come into the Housewives, which is a questionable move based on <laughs> yeah. that. So... What was that decision like? And what did everyone around you say? And oh. what was dangled in front of you by what I call the realm to do it? Like, this had to be an interesting decision. Did you feel like you were at some low in your career? Like, No. So Lisa Rinna mentioned it to me a few years prior to me being on the show. And I said, there's no way in hell. Right. And then 
she and I talked and I thought, you know what? Maybe this could be fun. It's something different. And Lisa seems to have a good time on it. And it's funny because when I joined the show, I never thought of it as work. I thought of it as filming moments with, oh, I thought it was a friend, um, with friends. And, you know, I thought this could be fun. It's something different. I was still Like acting. a documentary. Yeah, I just thought, oh, this could be fun and whatever. I didn't, I did not, I was not, uh, again, I wasn't educated on that show too much either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand the whole process and everything, uh, which is good and bad. I went into it so naively, even though Lisa Rinna says that she shared, she shared some stuff, but not a lot. No, but and it couldn't it, have been a lot of money at no, all. No, you don't, you don't do the show for the the money on the show you don't get paid a, a and the when you don't start for the money right yeah you right you get yeah I mean the branding and stuff like that that can come when you're on the show but I didn't do it because I couldn't pay the bills I did it because I thought this could be fun and different okay and something so, I haven't done before so first of all and in the first you had just like just like Kathy Hilton just like Brandy Glanville just like Leah McSweeney you came in and had an amazing first season, meaning everybody loved you, didn't? But that's what happens with most of these people. Yeah. You know, she's yeah, cool, she's that. different, etc. <laughs> and then the whole thing, the wheels come off of oh, that, yeah. and there's a crash and burn. Um, and I loved how you came in dressing like a normal person does when they go on a balcony to somebody else's hotel room. And we're in a hotel right now. We're right. Not, like not wearing I a ball gown. I was so gown. excited when I saw you in jeans. Yeah, not you weren't wearing a ball gown to go to someone else's room. And no. that show of all, Beverly Hills, it's like, it's costumes at all times. And I saw, I thought, she looks normal, but you didn't look normal within that sphere. Yeah. And, ha and that, <laughs> you know, you were dressed like a... A normal person like it's a reality show in theory that's what so I yes so when I met every all the producers before I did the show I went in wearing jeans and a Guns N' Roses t-shirt <laughs> and I I did my hair and makeup myself right I didn't have a glam team but I I still looked you know that part put together ish right. but I I said to them this is who I really am like you're, you, yeah, you Calabasas could see me, mom that goes to yeah, lunch. Yeah, you could cute see me on with, yeah. the red carpet and see I can be glammed up if I want to. Um, but if you want that, let me know. Right. Or do you want, if you want this, then they were like, we want you to be you. And well, because they and the audience would like want that, but the the other women, the women on the were show have so raised mean to me about it too, and I was I was surprised by that, like how judgmental they were about my wardrobe. Because that was the that was the arc right they before loved that that I looked like shit. Well, I'm sure. Well, that yeah. was the arc. The Erica and Dorit coming in, the Erica coming in and Dorit changing with all the hairstyles was the arc in the show where Kyle had different hair hairstyles every single <laughs> yeah. one. Lisa Rinna was wearing her short haircut and a sheath dress for years until until then the costumes and the wigs and the whole thing right. changed. And if you look at BravoCon, it's like an absolute costume party. It's changed. Um, no, it's changed. And you know what? I like watching it too, seeing, you know, I loved seeing what outfit Dorit was going to show up in. I was so fascinated that she was like head to toe and all that work. And I'm like, but you didn't want to be Fuck. part of it, but you didn't want to do that yourself. I, because that's not who I am. I I wanted 
I do that for an event. Or, That's exactly how I am. Because for me, it's, it's work. And I'll never forget this. Dorit said to me, this is work. And I go, oh, well, shit, you're right. I didn't think of it that way. I just thought of it as me going to dinner or lunch with girlfriends or being in the Bahamas wearing shorts. I'm not going to wear a freaking ball gown in the Bahamas yeah, at but- a hotel. But she... She was right in the sense that this is work. So it's whatever image, I suppose, that each woman each woman wants to put out there of themselves. You know, how do they want to be perceived? But is it reality? Apparently not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, mean, just did it feel like it was well, based for, on reality? Well, for for I don't know a lot of them outside the show. So for me, I that's why I said to the, the producers and involved in the show, I said I could be myself or I could be the actress, Denise Richards, coming on and be glammed up the whole time and treat it as if I'm filming a scripted show playing a part. Do you know what I mean? uh, No, I totally know what you mean. But the thing is, how can you not do that when that's the game? You can't walk onto the NFL well, and decide to play peewee football. So now you're playing this game and you're like, wait a second, I yeah. came on just to play peewee football because yeah. we're all being real. But like, here we are, it's the NFL. So how am I not going to raise my game and exactly. put my Hermes bag right in the front of the camera shot and, you know, right. and, and wear sh- A, B, C, D, G, E, F, G letters everywhere, <laughs> all over my body every minute of the day. Like, how do you come in there without doing that? Otherwise, that, you that's become- why that's why I had to I had to make a decision, and I said I want to be myself, and myself is I will go to lunch wearing jeans, or right. if I'm in the Bahamas, I'm wearing shorts. Um, I'm not going to wear a ball gown unless they said wear a ball gown. Right, but the next season, it felt like you did take it to another level because you seemed like you felt like the pressure. Not of really. This whole I experience. still wore my jeans. Oh, and- you were. I thought. I feel like I thought there was like a change. I yeah, don't actually, um, Kyle called me a ragamuffin in the second season, um, so oh, okay. I still looked like a ragamuffin. Oh, okay. But did I-, I? That's what's crazy. Like Denise Richards, Bond girl, is a ragamuffin. I remember. I don't know if it aired or not when we were in. The second season, we were in Santa Barbara, I think, and they were talking about Teddy and Kyle were talking about some shit about my clothes, and I, I'm like, so what? Like now, what? If I decided to get hair and makeup, I did do that um, a few times when we weren't doing interviews. I did get glam. I'm like, well, who the fuck wouldn't coming to dinner with you guys? Like, I don't want to look like that's what I'm saying. Shit ass. Yeah. Okay, maybe I have my shit ass jeans on, but I don't right. want to have you feel. I don't want to look at myself on TV and look like a piece of shit. Exactly. And uh, the thing is, <laughs> I know? was like you. I, I related to you because I liked. I'm all over. I'm all over social media looking like a piece of shit every day because I look like a piece of shit most days. Like, I do too. I really do. I, I look like good when I've, I'm being paid. I'm being paid. It, I'm gonna put some fucking makeup on. For me, it's work like my job since I was a teenager has been I can go to set wearing sweats live for it at, you have a 6 a.m call and you get made up and get your wardrobe and then when I wrap you know 16 hours later 
I put my sweats and drive home. And with that's, the wipe in your hand to get the makeup off. Yeah. And feel the yeah. Well, by the way, that's exactly how I feel. I, you're damaging. I mean, it had to be ridiculous. You're damaging your skin. You're damaging your hair. Who wants to do that when you don't have to? Well, a lot of times I would keep my makeup on because I liked it. And I'm like, oh, at least I'll show up home looking cute. Oh. But <laughs> but I'm in my sweats. Oh, Aaron said you always look. I, I love Aaron. I'm getting amazing no. energy from Aaron. No, he's such a good love, man. I'm so love lucky. Aaron. Love Aaron. All right. So. Without I, this so isn't... that's why I was like, I do I treat this like a job or do I treat this like a really reality? And I stupidly, I think, I guess, treated it like reality. You would have been better back in the old school Jill Zarin, Nini, Bethany, like original so. days because we were all. I was wearing my like used sweater and we were filming <laughs> it in my own, literally a sweater I bought at consignment because I was broke. <laughs> we were we were in my studio IKEA designed apartment. With like a homemade set that they did the interviews. It wasn't so what it is now. And and I like that sloppiness. It was what it was. It was real. We were real people having real conversations yeah, and I real like conflict. To be comfortable. Yeah. And I also and that's and I wanted to be myself and this was who I was. So that's why I chose to just do that. Now I did do glam or my second season, but I didn't dress in ball gowns so, unless we the had whole, an event. Was the whole experience, did it hurt or help your acting career? Um, it didn't hurt my acting career. I And I wasn't sure how it would go, but it definitely didn't Amazing. hurt it. Um, did, so going back to when I first signed on, did everyone want me to do it? No. Okay. <laughs> Some of my peop, reps were like, absolutely not. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck it. It's And if it goes bad, then I'll take responsibility for it. Uh, but because I also do think our business is changing, obviously. I mean, look at sometimes people are hired for acting jobs based off of how many followers they have on Instagram. Yeah, true. Bartenders so, are hired for how yeah, many followers. So you have to also change with the times, too, if you want to stay relevant and continue working. That's true. You know, so I'm, okay. not, I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not in my 20s anymore. And <laughs> right, so right. I, you know, have to keep working, too. No, so it was a choice. It was yeah, like a gut I thought, pivot I, choice. Yeah, I thought, oh, this could be fun. It's something different. Um, I've never done a show like this before, and... Lisa Renna talked so highly about it and wonderful opportunities that she had from it. So I, that's why I thought, why not? Ultimately, was it a good or bad experience? It was ultimately a good experience. I actually have a lot of fond memories. I have some rotten ones too, but I have a lot of fond memories being on that show. So do you think that it's possible to sustain relationships on that show? You, uh, friendships or relationships Any, like with if you your, and Aaron were on that show for the next 10 years could, would, oh, you, would it be difficult I think if if a couple gets divorced I think they would have gotten divorced regardless of being on a reality show or not okay. I think being on a reality show though does highlight certain things and maybe watching it you could see yourself differently and be like well crap I didn't know I acted like that or I didn't know he or she acted like that so I think that it could highlight Certain things, I do think there is pressure from being, you know, especially because I am an actress and I have been in the public for so long. I think some couples, it's different for them because that's new. Oh, new territory, fame, new territory. Because uh, they become famous uh when they start doing the show. That makes sense. And it's sometimes that's hard to navigate. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. And what about um, its effect on kids? What about your kids being on the same thing because they've grown up in the machine? My kids, they've grown up with, you know, very differently. Now, like I said, if if a family comes on these shows and they've never experienced anything like that, that's where I think it could be a little difficult um, to try to navigate the challenges that come with people saying things about you. All of a sudden, articles are written positive and negative. Things are said about your kids or your husband or your wife or your job or whatever. It's stirring so, up the pot. Yeah, well, I think it's just being... All of a sudden, you go from not being famous to being people knowing who the hell you are. And that's, and having, there's good things with that and there's negative things with that too. And about the friendships, you used to be friends with Lisa, Rinna. I think you used to be friends with We Brent. would still be friends, Rinna and I, if, if we weren't on the show. So I believe. But that's interesting because 
you think that a, if a marriage would have broken up, it would have broken up anyway. So doesn't that mean that your friendship um, would have also broken up? Because I think that you learn a lot about people when you live with them, travel or work with them. I had never worked with Rinna before. Okay. So we worked on the same movie. Ironically, my ex-husband was in it, but we didn't have a scene together and I didn't work with her. Even if, if that would but I be met just Lisa like not in the machine also, and I really connected with her and I really yeah. liked her. And I think that the reality television space or this particular medium, it does crazy things to certain people. Oh, yeah. Some for, people for become sure. a different person. And I see a difference even in Lisa Rinna now after ha- being off the show. There's a desperation that has calmed down. Like she's doing a lot of fashion and it seems like she likes it. And you're allowed to change and you're allowed to be into Absolutely. fashion. Your daughters are models. But it felt like while she was on the housewives, it, it was constant. She was like addicted to- She was definitely- t- To something, to messaging it, to, yes. to doing something. She seems different now to me. I so I And before. Yeah, so I- Sorry, I take that. As far as for me personally, would I think Aaron and I would be married if we were on the show 10 years? Absolutely. Do I think the show itself, that environment could change people if you allow it? Absolutely. Got it. So I do think that, you know, Lisa Rinna didn't have, people knew who she was, but she didn't have the fame she has now from that show. No, that's why I was saying you're a different type of actress. You had massive fame before. And you still are Denise Richards, Lisa, Kyle. They didn't have that kind of fame in that Hollywood entertainment sphere that they do now. Um, and I, I, and I, like I said, I've always liked Lisa Rinna. I think she's. I think fame in this way, in that bubble, can make you crazy because you think you've seen fame overall. I think when you have it here, you think everybody is talking about this thing. My pup, Joe, Joe Fritzo, our publicist will say to me, you know, understand like this is one little world. Right. There's a whole world out there. And thank and, God and that, for her, for us with that. Right. She's like, nobody knows what's going on about right. this. Like only you, I've had things happening inside of Instagram or TikTok and I've thought <clears> it was real. And then I'm talking to someone I'm selling a book to. They're like, what are you talking about? Or housewives right. stuff. We think that this thing that's in this article and Lisa was very, very in tune with the machine. Um, so anyway, I don't know. Maybe you guys aren't friends now, but oh, I will never be friends with her. Okay, got ever. It. And what about? And you'd never be friends <laughs> with Brandy too. I was never friends with Brandy. Oh, I met her twice. Oh, okay, got it. So okay, because I I was never friends with her. What you you were never friends with Brandy, and it's funny because it seemed on the show like that was such a big deal to you. You seemed really stressed about it. And now it seems like it wasn't a big, why did you take the bait? Why didn't you just be like, what are you talking about? Who cares? You're, well, you're... you never know what airs. Right. But why would you just not take the bait? Cause take I took the bait. Like meaning why would you just be like, okay, yeah, that all happened. No problem. Who cares? You know what, what I'm saying? It? Like on reality, if you go into it and you talk about it or you seem like you care about it, but, or I, you're but I was, so when I said, bravo, bravo, whatever, I was referring to something else with my daughter. Oh, and I felt like, oh, here we go, another dinner where they're going to come at me. I blurted something out. That's why I said bravo, bravo. And I said, okay, you guys, I know you're going to come at me for whatever. It was like every dinner that season that they had something that I did wrong. I said, you guys got to give me a second. So that's what I said. It was not about Brandy. It was about your daughter. Yeah. Fascinating. And so I... I said something I shouldn't have, um, something very personal. And so then I took a breath and it was like, then 
you know, they said all that. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Why do you think they didn't include the personal thing you said? Why did they take that out? Is Uh, that relevant to the story? Not relevant. I'm actually grateful that Bravo didn't. Okay. It was, had nothing to do with anything. It was, I don't even want to get into it. Got it. it. No, 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 I'm not asking. This is not what this show is about. mm, Yeah, I just wanted to get some context. Rinna Garcelle, I was friends with her before the show. I will continue to be friends with her. I love her. She seems great. Um, Sutton I became friends with after the show. But you just went back and did a guest spot. And I said to Jill, I called Jill, I go, why is she doing that? Because you're not being paid for the whole season, yet they market it as if you came back. It looks like you came back the way that they manipulate with the marketing. So I was like, why would she do that? Because they probably paid you something tiny. I showed up to go to Garcelle's screening and I didn't tell anyone I was going. Okay. And except Garcelle and I just showed up. And so that's how that happened. They didn't. I didn't ask to be paid to go to her screening. I didn't expect it. I was truly going um, to support her, and they were filming it. And so after I went to the screening, they asked, she called me the next day and asked me if I would ever come do anything. And I said, if it's with you, I would do it. And so then I did a couple lunches and then um, a dinner, and that was, you know, it wasn't and- a big deal. No, but it's being marketed as if you're part of the cast to me watching the promos. But you don't care yeah, about I'm, that. I, I'm like, whatever. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. So you go back again? You, it depends on, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, my experience, I did have a shitty experience with, which I, a lot of it had, ugh, I hate saying this about, but uh, it wasn't good with Lisa Rinna. And it was sad to me. I had a 20-year friendship with her. And to see how she could sacrifice a friendship of 20 years for a show, and that isn't going to last forever, obviously. Mm -hmm. She's not on it anymore. That, like, at what cost, you know? I didn't see. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. But I will tell you that people get programmed in a way that they're in it for so long and they can't see what's real and what's not. And your job on that show, you are only there for a little- Two uh, seasons, Right, your job on that show is for every single thing to come into the show. Even if it's your sister, your mother, that's why- I don't understand that. I The thing of it is, I think it's okay for women to get along. It's okay to watch us have fun. It's okay to- have an escape and watch the show and see mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, a bunch of women at our ages to have a good time outside of husbands and kids to, you know, when do you go on a girl's trip? At, I haven't been on one since I was like in my 20s with a group of girls. And so to see a group of women, to be able to have fun and this, but then I think sometimes things get taken too far. It, the thing is, it's because... You and Kathy are examples of people that came in for the same reason. Like, oh, yay, I'm a Hilton, but it's okay. It's going to be fun. We're going to have fun. And Nikki and Paris are like, what is she doing? And we're going to have fun. And it takes probably three seasons. I would say that, too. To get like a worn in leather suitcase. I could. Where now you're like, the new car smell is off. That's a good analogy. it's game time. You can't just be the fun new one. You don't have the new car smell. And you've got to like, it's game time. You have to kill or be killed. But that's what I don't understand. Like, why do you have to try to destroy people's lives and try to 
you know, find the worst dirt on people or it's the name the, of that game. It's but the name. That's of, where I, I think that you could still watch well, a show me, like this. Who, who's who's on these shows that does a good job of floating in the middle. That's not just a friend. It's not a, about floating in the middle. I mean, you could obviously have bad shit happen to you, but when there's, no, I don't even mean you to do somebody. But, but I mean, oh. to, but you don't have to go out of your way to do something bad to someone just to, I don't know, to create oh, a storyline yeah, yeah, for know yourself. Whole, I don't remember the exact, it was a while back. And so no, she, of, of she, anyone, oh, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. in general, like a lot of, a lot of, of the shows are, I just they mean, go if someone after says people. To you, this is happening to Lisa. This thing is happening. This crazy thing. You're supposed to put it into the middle because that's the name of that game is what I'm saying. That's happened with literally sisters, Kim, Kyle, right. Kathy. They yeah. throw it in the middle because producers are in your ear saying, like, we oh. have to talk about this. These other people know right. this. Like, it's a, it's a it's a mental game. Like, you yeah. got to, you know, it, it's just the way that it goes. But it, that's why it's the No, I thing. know. And that's probably why I, you know, it's for you me. You left? Yeah, I left. For me, it was if someone were to come up to me and say, we need you to bring this up. If it was something I'm just hearing it for the first time off camera, I'm not going to bring it up. It's not my place to say it. That's Let great. someone else that's, do it. That's because you're good. Why would I do that? Yeah. You know, if they bring it up and we talk about it, great. That's the th- If you get six to eight women together and just let the women talk, you will get the drama naturally. No, I, that's, but I think that would be good producing. I think the low hanging fruit is taken over and just do the thing. that's going to be the most salacious and talk about someone's infidelity, talk about someone's, you know, child that is, is not out of the closet yet, or just like things that cross the line. But anyway, I just was curious about your experience, which I'm so happy. I, I did have a good experience to hear, but why did you, but, leave? I, have, but I also had a negative experience because I, didn't know my experience with Lisa Rinna was so bad that I thought, okay, what would happen next season? So what why don't you go back do? now? Why don't you go back now that she's gone? Um, well, I don't know. We'll see whatever happens. Oh, they you might know? ask you back. Interesting. Well, I don't know if they'll ask me back. I just did a few little episodes. I bet you they didn't even know that you were interested in possibly going back. You know what? I, I, I didn't call to say, hey, can I come back? <laughs> no, just, I know. You know. They would have to come to you. I would no, think but that. I mean, like, but even, and I have no ego either. I would, yeah. if it, if the Well, the irony, the ultimate sounds, irony of all, of all time will be what, that I brokered the deal to get you oh, back Jesus. on the housewives. No. <laughs> that will be the ultimate irony. But uh, Bethany, well, this isn't, this is awkward. Uh, um, this is awkward. Bethany uh, suggested that we take Janice back. We think it's a great idea. Send but me my commission I, check via Jill Fritzo. Okay. After though my second season, I also because I wanted it to be real, thought how would this make sense if all the women fucking hate me? How how would I Do they hate you? Well, almost everyone did except for Garcelle and um Sutton, but everyone else was such an asshole to me that I thought, well, that how would it make sense for me to go back if if it's not oh, like a genuine, oh, they'll always make it make sense. Garcelle would come well, for some reason. But see, that's where I'm. You learn the process of what the show really is, and why I didn't think of it as like a real job, which I should have. Right. You know, I just thought, oh, we're just filming fun stuff, or or even you know stuff that is dramatic or whatever. You know, that's fine too. I don't, I don't care if like that stuff comes up. It's more about trying to 
pile on someone and take someone down. Yeah. Just I, to deflect from what's going on in their life. Well, there could it seemed like you t- took some hits for sure with the bravo, bravo, bravo. So I'm, I'm. Oh, that too. Those women, they know. So I. They fuck. How on? Uh, how would I know about it? They ha- are the ones that told me to do that. The bravo, bravo, bravo. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that they break the fourth wall now. They used to not. There was a scene with Kelly Ben Simone where she kept going Matt, 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 the producer's name because she wanted the scene to stop, but they didn't air that because. They used to not break the fourth wall. They would never let the right. viewer know that there's a camera person. Oh, yeah. No, that, I was told now that. that. Your scene was one of the first breaking oh, they, of the fourth wall. Yeah. You're those welcome. women were wonderful at setting me up. <laughs> that, was, that was the breaking of the fourth wall for the first time that I saw. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. And then the question is, what do you think, do you know about this thing that I've been doing, this reality reckoning that I... I I don't know. 
I've heard bits and pieces. It's just about that there is... I read the Vanity Fair article, though, before I got here. Oh, and what did you think of that? I mean, it's not my article. It's not um, even my... I'm not suing I was anyone. surprised by it. You were? Yeah. Only because I didn't understand the article. What do you mean? I didn't think there... I'm just going to be brutally honest. Go, yeah, you should. I didn't think there was new information. I didn't know what the point of view of the article was because leading up to it, I did see stuff on uh, social media that this big article was going to come out. And then when I read it, I, I was quite surprised by it. But Vanity Fair knows they left a lot of crumbs on the floor. Could, everyone could have gotten sued. It has to do with lawsuits, but I think it also has to do with uh, Vanity Fair is owned by Warner Brothers, who owns Shed Media, the company that was being talked about in the article. Okay, wait. So, so wait. Shed Media so produced wait. New York Housewives. Shed Media and Warner Brothers so. owns Shed, and Warner Brothers owns Vanity Fair. Well, then how did? Why did the article get started? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. The, the reality reckoning is basically about um, exploitation, meaning your relationship, your Bravo Bravo, your situation right. with Brandy exploitation, the things that you risk in being in a show like that versus scripted and um, not being compensated. So not being really well compensated and no uh, residuals. Right. And it's funny because I've taken heat when, first of all, I'm totally right because Bravo's made many changes now with psychologists and with drinking policies. And some of the diehard fans are saying, you bit the hand that fed you. I'm saying something that's right. And if I wasn't right, Bravo wouldn't be changing their policies Mm -hmm. and other streamers that are multi-billion dollars wouldn't be scrambling to come to me to ask me how they could possibly change or what I'm doing. Right. So it became bigger and I wasn't necessarily looking for this job, but I'm not going to abandon all these people that I said something. They're like, you're the only one who can help us. You're the only one who can do this. So it became bigger than I intended, to be honest with you. Well, it's very brave of you to to do this. I guess it is. It seems like it is. You know, that's a lot for you to um, take on. Yeah, because people suing will likely receive settlements and money and the class action will be mm-hmm. money, but I'm not one of these people. I'm not being paid by any of this. Right. I've only taken hits from it, but it doesn't matter. What's important is important. And I said it and I backed it up. And all these women that I I asked you those some of those questions because some of these women that I thought were train wrecks on television are, actually seem to be nice people that are raising children that were right. played a role in that machine. They played one, a role. They're, you know, they walked in vulnerable, whether you like her or not. Like, different people have walked into that, whether you like them or not. Some of these people have walked into that franchise, wounded birds. Absolutely. To play the wounded bird role. They were they were divorced. They were cheated on. They were broke. And I think that they weren't in the same position as I was once I made money where I could walk out anytime. They feel right. desperate that they have to be Exactly. There. You walked out. That's why mm-hmm. you don't, you feel like you walked out, you can walk back in. It's your choice. You don't need it. Right. Many women feel like they need it, and now it's the only place they can go. Exactly. To make money. No, I get it. Yeah. So anyway, and having daughters, I'm sure you get that. So what now? What about being older, uh, vanity, ma- marriage? Like, what is your life like now? And what's your sort of, what is your next 25 years uh, look like? My life mind, is great. You know? I'm happily married. I love my husband. I'm so grateful that I met him and... We are so, he's my, he's my best friend and so connected and we're, you know, I'm happy. My older girls are, you know, it's going into that chapter where the older girls are, you know, starting to form their young adult life. 
And, and Aaron's close with the girls? Yeah, he's close with the girls. And, you know, we have Eloise. She's 12. Um, so, you know, things are things are good. And Aaron didn't have kids coming into this. No. Uh, and does he want, did he want children? He, well, Eloise is now his kid. Okay. <laughs> so you feel, he feel, you feel like this is your family and you... Yeah. This is your family. Yeah. It's so nice. No, it's good. I, I'm the type that likes to take... That's why also this job that I have is great. I was never, a, you know, had to know exactly where I need to be. And I love the excitement of not knowing what job I'm going to be doing, not knowing where I'm going to film, not knowing who I'm going to be working with. I like that about my career, and I love that part about my job. So I like to be able to, you know, do different things. Yeah, I think I had insight into you because I, the woman who produces the show, Amy Sugarman, she said... If you, uh, you want to talk to Denise, but I think you're going to have to fly there because I don't think she she's going to fly in here. And I said, because I had stuff going on right now, and I was going to fly in, but it was going to be in a month. You guys had said you could come in November. So I said, to, I called Jill Fritzo, and I said, Jill's like famous now. She hates her I name. Know. Mentioned. So I and called I, and Jill you, Fritzo. And you don't just say Jill. It's no, Jill Fritzo. I called Jill Fritzo. Cause my, oh, because, because literally, <laughs> Paul, my fiance, is like, Sarah Jill Fritzo. Um, so Jill Fritzo, I called her and I said, I have this feeling Denise and her husband, like they'd want to take like a staycation in New York. Like, I just feel like they would come It'd be like, let's put them in a nice hotel. And like, it might be an experience. Cause I heart was like, I don't think they're going to want to travel. And I was like, I bet you she would want to well, travel. Well, why she would seems- they say that? They don't know me. I know. I just had a feeling like I'm the type of person that once in a while I want an excuse to go somewhere. So it's like, you don't have to plan it yourself. You don't have to yeah, book it. You don't have to do anything. All, you just come yeah. here, you know? And so I was right. And I'm taking responsibility for the weather that's gorgeous. Thank you so much for having us. I'm so happy. I'm really thrilled. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351 
1-800-273-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.